<laughs> Welcome. <laughs> you're like awkward silence. You're like, oh my god, do I? Do, what, do you want me to welcome us in? <laughs> yeah, I've done enough talking today. Can you do some work, please? <laughs> Welcome today. Today's episode where we talk about anything and everything. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. Welcome to Expressed with Kirsten Morrison, a podcast dedicated to the revolution of the individual fully expressed as the incredible, unique soul you are in your genius, creativity, voice, and legacy. I'm not the biggest fan of titles, but the one I've thrown in my bio is Alchemist because I weave together human design, mindset practices, and breathwork to support you through a process of inner alchemy to become an instrument of purpose. Because it's my belief that the more of us who are lit up and thriving by sharing our sound to the collective, the more harmony we'll experience together. Over eight episodes, myself and some incredible guests are going to be exploring the topics of individuality, success, growth, and authentic self-expression in the pursuit of your purpose from a seasonal approach. Because life and business comes in seasons, and it's about learning to love the one you're in. So let's dive into this season of Expressed. Well, we have the beautiful Sarah from She's So Seasonal on the podcast. And what I love about that is because this season of the podcast, I really wanted to talk about taking more of a seasonal approach to things and celebrating the season we're in, learning to embrace the season we're in, particularly as you know entrepreneurs and all of those sort of things. We do go through so many different seasons. So I love that that is literally your, your brand as well, is really working with the seasons as well. But do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what it is that you, what, what it is that you do and how, I would love to actually know also how this came to be a thing. Oh yes, absolutely. She's so seasonal. So I help women style for less and I have an amazing online community in my, inside my membership and She's So Seasonal started when I was in the shower. Wow. <laughs> calling All out the to, best ideas come from there. Right, shower <laughs> thought. And I was calling out to my boyfriend who's now my fiance at the time saying I really want to start an Instagram account where I can showcase my love for affordable fashion because at the time a lot of the influence that you saw were expensive high-end products yeah and no one was representing Kmart and Target which is like me being a fangirl I was like I'm gonna be that girl love a good Kmart Target trip right (laughs) and I thought no I'm gonna be that girl but I need like a really catchy Instagram name what can we choose and I'm yelling out things and we're like, seasonal style Sarah. Um, actually, originally it was going to be keeping up with Kmart. Oh, my God. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, keeping up with Kmart could be cool. And I thought, no, I don't want to tie myself just to a Kmart product. And also, I don't want a Chris Jenner lawsuit. We're like, we're good. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> my little intuition was like, no. Yeah. And then I was like, what about something like seasonal style with Sarah, like SSS, something with that. There's got to be something. So we're yelling out names. And then I really loved this travel blog called She's So Lost. Mm. I was obsessed with it because at the time I was a flight attendant, I was traveling, I was also blogging my travel journey and I was like, She's So Lost is one of my favorite names. So I was like, what about She's So Sarah? She's So Style? And then Jason's like, what about She's So Seasonal? <laughs> he was and joking, I was like, you were like, that's it. <laughs> and I just remember drawing it on the um, <laughs> the glass fog of the, oh my God, that's of amazing. the shower. And I was like, She's So Seasonal. And it just rhymed. And ever since then, I was like, yep, that's it. I just knew that that was the name but I never saw it becoming a business Mm. it was just a name to start an Instagram blog for 
my content and my love for fashion and Kmart. And the first post I ever posted, if you scroll back through my Instagram, Kmart actually commented and was like, can we repost it? The very first post, the very first day, wow. an hour later. And I was like, oh, what? Is this a thing? I don't know. And I just kept going. Oh my God. That's so good. What an amazing piece of validation that you were like, I'm creating it for this. <laughs> and then that brand's like, hello, I see, especially as a projector, it's like the recognition <laughs> yeah. being seen. You were just like in that moment, like I've made the right decision here. This is going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is like, I didn't know I was a projector until I met you, until you helped me on that journey and told yeah. me everything about myself. And when I look back, I think, oh my God, it makes so much sense because I was just creating without feeling as if I had to, there was like an end result. I wasn't seeking people. I wasn't being like, hey, buy this, do this. Hey, follow me. Like it was just like, I'm just going to put myself out there and create because I love it. Yes. And then everyone just kind of came to me into my aura. Now that I look back and that's how I've just followed through in my business is just, I'll put out there what I feel, what I want to create. And sometimes I'll say, hey, I'm thinking about creating this or this. What do you want to see? And that's my whole message. My whole vibe is just go with the flow. And I think people really feel that. People really feel the energy in totally. that. And now that you have, because like you've only really, if, if that's the case, and you only really just found out about human design recently, I didn't know that you had like no context of that before our reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and for everyone listening, that's how I connected with Sarah as I did a <laughs> reading for her. And then we've just like stayed Instagram DM friends <laughs> ever since, just always know, having a like chat. I like go-to bestie whenever I'm like, I having an, like I have a problem with my energy or um, with friendships or like outside of business as well. You just, you just know. I think that's your manifesto energy as well. Like it's like you just, know what to say and you really help I think also that's my six line profile that's I think like the gift of the six line is it's just like I've literally experienced all of this before in my first 30 years of life (laughs) lived like 25 (laughs) lives so it's like I've I've been through this I know knowledge literally (laughs) literally energetic cat is kind of what the the six line profile is um but I feel like then I was like well I have to get you on because we just like endless amounts of voice notes I was like we can obviously talk so (laughs) (laughs) this is not going to be a problem for us um but I would love to know then like having that insight now how you said like looking back what is the biggest insight that you gained from understanding your energy type that you now can see attributed to your success? Oh, the burnout. I think trying to keep up with the generator energy Mm. and realizing that I am unique in my own way and in my own energy and that I actually attract when I do less and when I'm having fun and being Mm. playful. And the biggest thing is before human design, this was in January now, um, a year prior last year, I was doing well. Yeah. But I look back and I think I know now where I went wrong. So for example, I was offered, I realized invitation is a big thing and also sitting with my emotion as well. Yes. And I was offered a position to become an in-house stylist for um, Toonville Shopping Center. Yeah. And it was amazing. Everything went well. We booked out. It was great. It was like back-to-back clients and I burnt out really quickly. Yeah. But I loved it. But then what I did is I followed up afterwards and I initiated the next step and I put out there and said, hey, I'd really like to continue this on and become um, an in-house stylist for another couple of months. Mm. Everything went wrong. I look back now and I think, huh, that is the difference with me initiating something that wasn't supposed to be in my life anymore Mm. versus one (laughs) that came as an invitation and I took in the moment. There was like a very different energy. So I feel like understanding that I have to sit with my emotions a lot more and not just initiate because it's 
the thing to do or because the generators, you see them online and they're constantly doing, 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 doing. Mm. So you feel like you've got to keep up, keep up. And I just realized that, cool, I just got to put out my content. The right invitations will come. I'll take that, mm. work in that space and then just keep flowing with the energy and being playful and not forcing things because I forced, I was in the energy of, oh, what am I going to do now? I want to stay full time. And it was the energy of force. Yeah. And that's the biggest difference. It's so interesting. I don't know. This was so an unintentional, unintentional thing, but I only have like non-sacral beings on this season of the podcast. Like I don't have a defined sacral. Pretty much we've got three projectors and a reflector on a this reflector. season of the of that. the podcast. Like we've got a little reflector giving a reflector forecast and some wisdom for us. But I think that one of the conversations that I really want to start to to bring, because I think that we, you know, as non-sacral energies, like you said, we we do see a lot of generator-centric business online. And I've been having a lot of conversations with generators recently who don't really want to be in that momentum or don't resonate with that momentum either. And I think that this is where all of us get to start to shift the pace to rather than this go, go, go mentality, because I think there's still that toxic hustle culture that's ingrained in this idea of anyone, sacral or non-sacral being some sort of energizer bunny is like not really helpful. And I think that what I think human design gives us is permission to follow our own pace. And even if you are a generator or a manifesting generator, it's about then understanding that just because you can doesn't mean you have to. And that because you have more of a sustainable energy when you're doing what you love, there's a different pace that you can move at for a different length of time. But none of us, I think, are here to be like, go, go, go. So I love that that gave you permission to kind of change gears and also that huge awareness piece around the um, invitation and also that not all invitations are the right invitations as well. And I know that Mm. this has really helped you to restructure a lot of how you're running your business from mm-hmm. that back end as well. Yes. And because we've spoken about this and I yes. like love that projected DMs are a whole different thing <laughs> than anyone else's energy type DMs. I don't know. It's so funny. Like every projector I speak to that's visible online, which you are, attracts so many DMs. And I even notice myself, like I mainly interact with projector content because there is something about your aura it's an invitation you show up it's like an invitation like I want to comment on that I want to share I want to react it's like but then I feel like we've joked I feel like my manifest aura has like resting bitch face and it's like a whole different thing of people like I won't bother her I won't won't interrupt whatever she's doing like I think there's like such an energetic thing that we can feel and I know that understanding that has actually changed how you've structured your business to get support Mm. so that you can really nourish those connections and that community in the DMs as well. Yeah, exactly right. And that's the thing, like I'm an energy projector too, so I'm not your typical Yeah, you've got a lot of little things going on. Kind of projector. (laughs) I've got a lot of energy, so I'm just go, go, go by nature. And what I learned is what the hardest thing is slowing down and taking a step Mm. back and resting because I have more energy and I go, 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 I can burn out and that burnout lasts the same amount as by go, go, go energy. Mm. Whereas like other projectors, because my partners are other, you know, what do you call them? Like a projector that doesn't have a lot of energy. He's a mental projector. Um, He always snoozes every day. And sometimes I'm like, what, why, why are you sleeping? Like, yeah. no, like, I can, like, and I've just, I've just learned to manage that. And mm. 
one thing is when I first started my business, it was all about community. Mm. It was all about community. I always wanted to be the girl that inf- that influenced a business, whatever it was, because I didn't even know. I kind of just got put into this leader role, to be honest. Like <laughs> I just started posting cute little clips and then self-love blogs. And then here I am. Yeah. And my one thing was I never want to be one of those online girls that didn't have time to reply. My biggest key is community, 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 value, 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 value. That's something I always live by because it's how I would want to be treated. Mm. So when uh, my account grew and my business just took off, I got really overwhelmed with the DMs. And Mm. this is then I realized I was a projector and I was like, holy moly, I could do one story and I'll get like 20 different messages on that one story, usually asking what I'm wearing and I forget to tag. (laughs) Um, But I've had to hire a virtual assistant to really help me in my customer support emails, Mm. um, help me run the membership and do all that she does all my blogging my admin work she does so much for me and now she's in my dms helping me because I feel guilty that I can't get to everyone and I know that I you know you can't when you grow but one of my values is community 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 and Mm. that's been a huge help because I'm able to rest and get more creative and be more playful so I've noticed that my stories lately have been more of a vibe like that mm. I like to say because I've actually I'm not doing the busy work yeah I'm now being that eagle yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> they say that we are meant to the guide eagle over the field, <laughs> just flying and soaring I love that yeah. so much and that's like I was actually just having a conversation with someone this morning about this is like what point do you bring somebody in for that support because it's such a thing I think when you know, you are, you know, a one woman show for so long, it can be that real, like, when do I bring in support? And when do I relinquish control? And especially bringing people into your community and, you know, sharing in the DMs and getting Mm. them to be involved in that way, you've got to have the right person. But I feel like it is so important to have support as you grow. And often it's like, we need to bring that support in before we think we need it. 100% before you need it. Like, I wish I got a virtual, and it's so funny, I used to listen to podcast episodes like this, and they'd be like, I wish I got a VA before anything. No, I'm telling you now, like, yeah. get it before, like, honest, and get a good one that you can pay well as well, because yeah. they, they're not just a team member, they're not a staff member, they become part of the team, like, they're, they're part of the brand, Yeah, and and they become a sisterhood as well, that's how I like to do it, and my VA has become a really good friend, mm. and she just goes beyond for me, but that's the energy I attract, that's who I am as yeah. well for her, so get support beforehand hand because the last thing you want is to blow up because of a reel or a TikTok or something or someone picks up your brand and then you're left handling all these inquiries, handling all these DMs and then you don't have time for yourself and family. So Mm. the first thing is definitely get support and letting go. Yeah, You've got to trust. I think that's actually a really good point is to think about preparing like I think sometimes we always prepare for failure or prepare for what could go wrong or that you know that criticism or you know the offer not selling and we prepare for all these things but we never really prepare for like what if your ship blows up overnight and one of my um, good friends she said like what if Rihanna promoted your service or something overnight and you woke up and your business had gone like boom, like how would you prepare for that? And I think sometimes like we get so bogged down in preparing for the failures and the challenges and the obstacles and the hurdles and what if it doesn't work that we never think like, what if it surpasses our wildest dreams? What does that look like? And how can we actually gain support Mm -hmm. for that? And Mm -hmm. like, how can we prepare for that? What does that Mm -hmm. look like? And I think that's such an exciting prospect to plan for like huge, 
huge <laughs> exploding yeah. success yes. because your account has grown really quickly yeah. and it continues to grow really quickly. Yeah. And I know that even when you come offline, like your community is still growing and evolving yeah. because, you know, you've really, I think, you know, brought your authenticity and like you said, really positioned your community at the forefront. And yeah. that's such a huge thing for me as well. I am a real stickler for like responding to every single comment, every single DM, you know, unless it's spam, obviously. <laughs> oh, those like, what those um, sugar like, daddy you get? Oh my God, I literally got a sugar daddy message this week. And I was like, I'm set. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, what, what's the arrangement? No, um, but I feel like, and I actually get very little spam and things like that as well, which I'm really grateful for. But I think that um, you it's know, your resting bitch face. You yeah, like the literally. Literally, even the spam is scared of me. Guys, I'm not scary. Send me a DM today. I swear to God, I'll answer. You'll get all the spam now. <laughs> literally. Oh my god. But I, I honestly like have really observed that with the energy types, and like I think that um, that is such a value of mine as well. Is is community, and I love that that is a value of yours, and that you've really built this beautiful thriving community with you know so many members as well in mm. and they do get such a high level of service and experience and I every time I watch your story I'm like if I even didn't know you in the context that I now know you I would just be like oh this is my BFF online like you Aww. really do bring such Love a personal that. aspect to it yeah so now that you understand like as a projector like the key to your success is really being visible in your genius like what have you now learned about how that success has come to you? Yeah, definitely mindset is a big thing. So we're constantly we're, we're always learning. Yes. Always learning and living the learnings. And I think that like you said earlier um we get so caught up in the, what if this fails? I don't believe that things fail. I believe everything leads you to success. And I don't have those words in my mind. Mm. I am always thinking, what is the best case scenario? What is the best case scenario? And what is the best case scenario for my clients, for my audience? It's never about me. It's them first, my team, then me. Mm. Because that's how I would want to be treated if I was a client. And the biggest thing with being a projector, I think slowing down a little bit more and realizing that I do give a lot. And sometimes I find that I go onto these rants where I will share a lot of tips and tricks and a lot of energy mm. and I'll actually not get the results in terms of sales or signups or comments or DMs when I'm actually doing the less work mm. itself. So I have taken the weekend off because I went for a wedding and I gained 400 new followers just from two days. Mm. And I think it's just because I'm just putting the content out there and then letting it simmer mm. and letting people come into my energy, taking in what they need to. I think that's what it is. And I think that's mm. the biggest thing. Whereas like keeping up with, uh, sometimes I used to not believe in myself and I used mm. to just do more, 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 more. And understanding that you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in like your design and you just have to like implement it and try different things and see what works for you. Mm is the biggest, greatest success tip is just being yourself and loving your work. Yeah, I think they feel that energy as well. You've got to live it and breathe. Like I genuinely believe and I know that my work is the bomb.com because <laughs> I made it. And then like yes. I wear the pieces. I do the work as well and I get them involved. I ask them questions. And I think that that's the biggest thing is, again, put community first, 
beyond yourself and you will succeed. Totally. And, you know, when I lost my Instagram account, you know, a few weeks back, which I still have PTSD, but every time I open the app and there's like the slightest glitch, I'm like, fuck me, what's happening? <laughs> I know, I, I, get like, your I get your voice messages. I literally just like panic. I'm like, oh my God, what's happening now? Um, especially because like a few weeks later, my dog lost his account. Still doesn't have his account back because Aww, he wasn't old enough to be on Instagram. Mean? I didn't know he lost his account. Yeah, too. Instagram said you're not old enough to be on Instagram. You've you <laughs> you you violated community <laughs> guidelines. You're out. So anyway, I have a new PTSD situation yeah. around um, social my media, Instagram yeah. and social media. But what I really, really, really learned in that, um, you know, in that loss and and the 72 hours that kind of like followed and the void that I was in in that that mm. time biggest reminder that I got in that in that window was that community is absolutely everything and that your success is only good as your reputation Mm. and also your relationships that you have built along the way which really go hand in hand because if you don't have good relationships you don't have a good reputation and vice versa but it's like I think that really I saw, you know, who jumped on and found that account and who messaged me and who reached out and who shared and who supported. Like I was blown away with the support that I got and people yeah. saying I've reported this and all of those sort of things. But so you I know think, what it is though? It's yeah. because you, prior to that, before that happened, you are someone who always gave out free support. And whenever I was in need, whenever I did a voice memo or I asked you a question, you were just instantly sending me back 20 different voice messages on how to solve the problem. Yep. So because you were already embodying that energy and being that person, the universe, I drew, I truly believe this, that mm. if you want something, you've got to be that person and you mm. are that person. So when that happened to you, you got instant support from those people because we were like hell no you're my gal like I'm gonna make sure that we get this back for you and sign us up what have you got where's Mm. the next link how can we find you but that's because you were doing that for us for me anyway like you are that person and that's why I'm so happy and honored to be on your podcast when you asked me because I just think that it's all like that relationship in that community and just being a person to the other person and that's the biggest thing. Yeah, for sure. And that's something that I, you know, really, really do value and appreciate you saying that because that is something that I really find that, you know, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really have like a, it's a very fine line when you come into my world and you've experienced my work, like we're pretty much like friends from that point on. Like if, you know, yeah, <laughs> the, do, sure. the doors are, the doors are, the doors like my are heart, open. My yeah. fine heart's like, it's all this love butterflies. I'm like, take it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that like, that's really important to me is to really truly value the people that are there for you. And I think that sometimes the game that people can get really caught in is like, I need more eyeballs. I need more followers. I need to get more views on this reel. And it's like, no, like take care of the people who are already there. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, like they're going to be your ride or dies. And like at the end of the day, that's what is going to create your longevity is the people that have been there, you know, through so many different seasons in your life. And I have people that have been, you know, in my DMs, on my account, have worked with me in various ways but they were there from the start of my account when it was called Starring Nobody in 2012. Like (laughs) they have witnessed like some serious evolutions and like I love that people have witnessed so many chapters Mm. in my life and it sometimes blows my mind because I feel like I'm like, I don't even know who that person was anymore because it was so far away like for me. But I love that that's what, you know, building that community gives us is it kind of, you know, we develop all these beautiful online friendships that just keep – 
you know, and everyone kind yeah. of pops up at the right times. And, and like, you have to grow with the brand and the business because I think imagine if suddenly you decided I'm going to put out this product and then you became an overnight success. You wouldn't know how to handle that and you would probably lose that because yeah. you wouldn't know just everything I've learned from my business. I honestly, if I had to start again, it's enjoy the beginning stage yes. when you don't have the community when you don't have because you can you can make so many I guess you can say errors but you can just have fun you can mm. put things out there um start to establish who you are and also then start building on that and grow with it because what is the point of constantly getting eyeballs on your account if you're not nurturing the eyeballs you currently have exactly there's no point in that because yeah. then you're just going to keep getting eyeballs and then you're not doing anything with those eyeballs like yeah <laughs> Exactly. I got so many eyeballs yeah. in my DMs. <laughs> but I think that's a really important point because I think as well, there's so much messaging online around, you know, fast tracking your success and, you know, six figures and seven figures and scaling and like all of this like real speed oriented success. Mm. And I think that it's kind of like when people win the lotto and they mm. don't know how to hold that much wealth Mm -hmm. and then there's so many stories of them losing it or going bankrupt and different things after that the same kind of is with our own entrepreneurial journey or a business journey or life journey whatever your career trajectory is that when we think like we want it immediately but Mm -hmm. we actually are not the person yet Mm -hmm. to hold what we think we want and if we attracted it tomorrow we wouldn't be ready for it so I think this is where we start to get to shift the conversation around instantaneous success to this is your legacy this is your life's Mm. work like I don't even plan to retire like I want to be like Betty White in in a (laughs) pantsuit like killing it like like I was even thinking today I'm like could I just get into comedy like later yes, in life? Yes, I was like, you could. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you're like, there's so many options yeah. for us. And like, why? Why limit yourself? Why, exactly. Yeah. Why do we want this instantaneous? Like, what does that give us? Like, why are we seeking such fast, instantaneous results when who we become in the process is actually far more valuable than any result that we could manifest in our life? Mm-hmm. And like, the result is like this beautiful, like, re- like, reward for the growth that has happened to lead up to that point and that's the celebration point but then it's on to the next so it's like we're always going to be in that phase of growth Mm -hmm. and and celebrating the growth and growth and celebrating the growth but it's like what if we just took this like I need to be an instantaneous success off the table and just thought I'm going to have the most fun possible doing this yes I don't need to figure anything out it's all going to keep figuring out as we go yes it's going to be so exciting it can change many different times. I've got my whole life to do it. And I'm going to value the fuck out of every single person that comes along for the ride with me. Yeah. And I've experienced both worlds. Exactly. That is I started my account having fun and being authentic and playful. There was no stress, no anxiety. There was no intention of having a business. There was none of that. It was just a hobby for me. And then there was a period where suddenly it did become a business and became busy and it became all the busy work. And then I started comparing myself to these other girls and I was like, why am I not there yet? I need to do more, 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 more eBooks, more sales, more content, content, content. And I got burnt out. And then I took a step back and realized who I was. And again, that was the projector energy. And I went back into that playful energy and thought, well, what made me successful was this. I think you can forget that in business. Mm. And I think that it's all about sustainable growth and that's the biggest thing I've learned is 
you can surely grow quickly if you put all this energy in and you're hustling, hustling, hustling. But then what happens when you stop? Yeah. Expectation is to continue the hustle, hustle, hustle. Like who are you when you stop? Mm. And I think the biggest thing is you need to know who you are when you do stop. Yes. And then you grow with the growth and then you have the energy to do that because you know you can stop Mm. and be yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, for sure. So what would you say is the season that you're in now? Like, because I think all of us, I mean, Dar, we've all had like a wild couple of years. I don't think we need to elaborate on that, but I feel like this year, I think a lot of us entered the year like, okay, great. Like things are getting back to normal. It's going to be great. And then I think there was some real funky energy going on in the first three months. Like everyone was just having a time I don't know what was fucking happening, but that I was feel my like- winter season <laughs> for sure. Like-, like I'm like, what the fuck was that? Um, but I think like, you know, astrological is like eclipse season and this yeah. and that and Scorpio. There was so many things happening. I was like, wow. Okay. But it felt like everyone was like, hold on a moment. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not again. Like, please, we did not sign up for this for year three in a row. So like, what have you journeyed through and grown through so far this year? And what is the season that you're in now? The season I'm in now is spring because winter was a harsh, cold, horrible season for me. (laughs) But it was beautiful and pleasant and Christmassy because I was able to pause and slow Mm. down for that month and reflect on my offering, reflect on my life offering as well. And I Mm. think because my business grew so quickly, I didn't factor in a life outside of my business and it gave me an opportunity to shift my membership, which I'm still working on at the moment with my designer. That's going to be launching soon and also getting into some courses. Mm. So understanding my energy type and how I can expand it further to reach more people and impact and transform more women, but not have me taken away from my life. Mm. So as much as winter was cold and I felt as if people weren't coming into my programs or people were freaking out on the news or friends and friends were leaving me. Like it was just a crazy time. It felt like Mm. everyone was sort of just like hibernating and that was a good thing. And that's Mm. the thing is winter is not a bad thing. Winter Mm. and business is not a bad thing. Like slow periods are good because it means you can um, pivot and wait because when summer comes, you want to be prepared. So I'm in spring at the moment where I am springing all my ideas around. I've got fantastic things in the workings of my business and my planning and I just feel that when summer hits I'm going to be high vibe energy but I need Mm -hmm. to have this rest period to get there so it's really Mm. important to follow those seasons I think you just you can not you can tell when it's coming so don't be afraid of those dips yeah and when they slow down because it's meant to happen and like I said you never fail like Mm. you're always succeeding because it will always take you down a path that you didn't think at the time, but you'll yeah. get there and go, mm, makes sense. And I remember like we were voice noting at that time and you had developed so much trust in the pause and you were like, you know what? I'm like, I'm sitting here and I've got a cup of tea and I'm just like enjoying the slowness and I'm, you know, understanding to appreciate that. And I think that that change in momentum you know, regardless of your energy type is always going to be present in business where there's like, like you said, like these kind of like four seasons. And as you were describing that, I'm like, "Mm, how does that work for the manifesto? Because I feel like I'm like winter and then it's like (laughs) – 
And then it's like, <laughs> spring, summer. summer. <laughs> it's just no like, it's like, like, it just like slams off into hyperdrive oh and then God. I'm like bang into winter. Like it's just so, um, yeah, I was just thinking about that from a manifesto perspective and how like the speed through the seasons yeah. is very different for me. Um, but I think that that change in momentum is not bad. And I think that we've gotten so conditioned and so used to like this idea that we should be in like a perpetual summer and like, mm. you know, that it's a upward trajectory and that things always should be improving and that we should always be going at one speed and we should be on social media every day and we should be doing this and we should, 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 should. Mm-hmm. And I think that really we're all – and this is what I, you know, I shared in my last post when I kind of went offline, I was talking about what happens in my rest seasons. And it's like, even though our external speed may look like it's changed and our internal speed may shift, we're still in a continuum of energy. We still have momentum yeah. and it just doesn't need to be visible all the time because those moments of retraction and reflection and you know, more of a slower speed and then a faster speed and the slower one again, allow for those changes and foundations to be made to then take the business to the next level. But sometimes those foundations are like like systems and processes, like you bringing a VA on and things like that. But other times it's also like a complete rebuilding of you. Like yeah. you need to also go inwards and prepare yourself for that next season. And I know like that's where this last little rest period took me as I'm like, shit, I need to like literally like build a new body to be able to hold this next level. I need to, you know, develop more of my voice. And, you know, there was so many things going on for me behind the scenes and I've now really learned to trust that momentum. And I think that's really important in any business is to trust that there are seasons, they're all great and that there is going to be, another spring or another summer on the horizon but it doesn't mean that the season that you're in is wrong no and I think you're right because how can you grow if you if you it's like a plant like it dies and it grows and it dies and it grows or at my house it's just like oh I've just replaced six succulents because I just (laughs) overwatered them I can't get it right I'm like I'm I'm either overwatering or underwatering I need some help I know maybe start with a cactus (laughs) I killed a cactus this week Okay, we'll talk, we'll chat later. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you have to slow down because you can only where what the actions and the steps that you're doing today gets you to this point, to this far. And what's that saying where it says the sanity is asking for change but doing the same thing every single day. So I feel mm-hmm. like in winter time, it gives you an opportunity to reflect on everything in your business and in your life and go is this Am I happy? Am I happy? Is this great? Is this where I want to go? Are my clients happy? Like really reflecting on that and then pivoting and saying, okay, cool. What's something new that we can bring in or what's something we can change? And that's what winter period to me is actually reflecting and changing with my business and being open and honest on my stories as well. I think it's been a really, because it's a community again. Mm. It's, it's, telling everyone, um, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what we're doing in business and using we language because it is a we thing. Yeah. It's not an I thing. And I think that you get they get to grow with you. And I've got members from the very, very beginning who still message me and they're my biggest hype girls mm. because they just remember my very, very first one-on-one coaching session mm. 
to now and every time I release something, they're the first one to buy my products and rave about it because of how I've made them feel because Mm. it's a we thing because I ask them, what would you like to see? How would you like to feel? And that's what winter season is for me is reflecting all of that because if you just have summer, 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 like how hot and sweaty will you be? And you'll never have time to actually wipe that sweat off. Yeah. Like <laughs> That is so true. Like, ew, we need to slow down and, and actually see it in a more of a positive way. And I yeah. think that a lot of business owners get anxiety and stress, and I surely am that person as well. But I've just learned to appreciate it instead and see mm. it in a different light, in a different way, because what is the point of you being in this industry? You may as well go back to your regular job Mm. if it's not fun if you're not slowing down if you're not having a life you may as well go back yeah and I just think that we need to come back to ground zero and go well why did you start what Mm. was your message what are you doing this for who are you totally (laughs) and I think that like sometimes I think when we lose track of that we've lost track of our why and you know I recently had this whole conversation with myself when I <clears throat> had that break was what is my why again and I kind of had to revisit it from a different perspective because I think sometimes the why you start out with you outgrow mm-hmm. and I was like okay so what's my bigger why here now and a powerful enough why will pull you through any season but if you don't have a powerful enough why and you're not tapped into that, then that is when things feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to be, you know. And you get those shiny object obsessions because you start seeing what everyone else is doing and you lose your why and you're not focused on that because yeah. you're like, she's doing this and I should be doing this. And then you try all those things and it doesn't work and then you lose yourself yeah. and you lose, like I said, the community and the people that are there for you. Mm. Yeah, totally. How did you stop? the comparison because it sounds like that was something that was a big thing for you how did you pull back from that oh my goodness it was a massive thing for me especially when I like like I said I was blogging and doing the whole influencer thing for a little while there and then suddenly it became a business and then suddenly I started comparing myself to so many people and I went to this massive massive big event and I met a lot of these influencers and it was not how I thought a lot of them weren't how I thought they were and I was a bit different I was the real kooky one um actually Mm. genuinely there to make friends and actually genuinely there to eat the cheese whereas everyone was just (laughs) there to try and talk to the big bosses in the room and network harder and Mm. and that was a big eye-opener for me in terms of coming back to my why and I forgot the question <laughs> I can't even remember what I asked. Oh, how did you stop comparing? Oh, sorry. You got- um, that's how I just forgot. No, um, I just forgot everyone. Um, I um, I just unfollowed everyone. I just muted yeah. everyone that made me feel anything less than how I wanted to feel. And it it, it literally became like that. I just decided. I thought no. I am here to be a leader and change the world of many, many women. And I can't do that if I'm sitting there scrolling and comparing. Mm. So I'm not going to scroll and compare or even scroll for engagement. I am going to just create, show up and reply to my community. That is all it's going to be. And I just muted a whole bunch of people and kept a bunch of online mad dogs like you girl 
<laughs> in my like my main inbox. Yeah. Um, who really lift me up daily and really we're on the same level. It's really positive. It's always pushing. Like we we, we chat about what the next big why is, the next big goal is, mm. which is why I really love about your content who you are because I love and live your stories when they do come when you're out of that winter period <laughs> and I'm like, bang, she's back from some life. I know, it's literally. Crazy. I always like it's so funny now the people that have followed me for a yeah. little while because they're like, oh my god, she's back. Like it's like it's such a, a funny little thing now. Or like yeah. I think I even remember when I posted once, someone even commented and they were like, oh, I love that you're back as long as you are. Yeah, <laughs> like, as long as like, you are. They, like, they knew that I was going to like dip out again soon. But yeah. um, I think that, yeah, that's that's also something that I have, you know, done and I, you know, shared this in an interview that I did yesterday was that um, that's always helpful for me is I actually don't um, really explore the industries that I'm in. I don't take a lot of notice about what's going on or yeah, what I have no stylists or, that I watch. It's all yeah. like human design readers or life coaches or body positivity. Like it's just yeah. I choose other accounts that I can get inspiration for my own work because they're in different niches and yes. I feel that – it's so easy if you're just following the same sort of people in your industry. It can be very easy to it's look so at what they're doing. Easy. It's like it, it's impossible yeah. not to because that's how our brain is designed to yeah. operate on those apps and we're so receptive and open and we're in that kind of like autopilot mode where we're just taking information into our subconscious. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, I don't really find it that helpful to follow too many people from my space. Mm-hmm. I would say that probably... I have a lot more coaches than anything my special. That's because I have a lot of coach friends. So I obviously have my friends in my feed, but I feel like that has been really helpful for me is to totally detach from that and to seek inspiration outside of my industry has and been being really valuable. As well. Yeah. I find like it when helps you write, to be yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because your work is so authentic and like the way you write is all, I know it's coming from your heart and who you are. And I think that's another thing is we forget to trust ourselves yeah. with our content and we can sit there and go, mm. Is this going to be a really crappy post? Are people even going to like it? And it's like, no, just post it anyway. Who cares? Because the right people will. And that's when you start to compare and you start seeing what everyone is creating with reels and posts and what they're saying. And I think that you just got to stand out and be you. Mm, For sure. And tell yourself you're amazing. Mm. Literally, I journal all the time and I've got my support at home. Like Jason seriously backs me up. Like whenever I have ugly potato cries in the bathroom and I'm just like, (laughs) oh my God. But that's normal. And that's the thing, like be okay with, if you have those moments where you're judging and you're comparing or you're self-loathing, just do it and then move on the next day. Yeah. Because if you suppress that, it will come out even uglier. Yeah. I actually was watching... um Diane von Furstenberg's masterclass a couple of nights ago and there was a class in there like one of the lessons she had in there was that she said every successful person will feel like a loser and she said as early as two weeks ago I felt like a loser she's like I was beating myself up I was this I was that I'd made mistakes I was putting pressure on myself and she was like that is just a normal part. She's like, I don't know any successful people that don't at times think that. And I think the that imposter syndrome. Yeah. That I think yeah. we have those, those dips and those moments of doubt. And, you know, there's, that's kind of like a normal part of the process, but I love that you, you know, and I can feel some real defiant heart energy coming through in a lot of what you're saying. But like, <laughs> I know. I'm I feel like, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like so different to, to my, my little undefined, like, whoa, um, like buckle in. No, um, <laughs> but, I know it's very passionate. No, but I, but I feel like, um, um, for you, I love that you were like, you know, back yourself and love your offering and, you know, s- 
you know, really believe in yourself and speak kindly about yourself and really be your own biggest hype girl because I love that and I think that that's so important in any journey at all. But particularly when you are taking the road less travelled, it is really important to be your biggest fan and be your biggest believer because you are with yourself all the time. And if you don't believe in what you're doing and you don't back yourself and you don't speak well about yourself, it's really hard then to expect other people to to do that. So I yeah. love that that has really been such a beautiful part of your journey. And like I said, yeah. that's why I can feel the defined yeah. hardware because it's like back yourself, believe yeah. yourself. Like it's so and also good. being <laughs> the energy of how, like if you're doing that in your business, like are you doing that for yourself? So you should really be showing that for yourself as well. Like become your first own client and customer mm. because if you're at home and you're self-doubting and you're feeling bad about yourself, but then you're telling other people in your industry, in your field to rise up and be amazing yes. and be a leader, but then you're not being a leader and you're not rising up, then people will feel that, number one. But yeah. then also, why are you doing it? Oh, my God. I just had this flashback and I can't remember the woman's name, but she's a comedian and she had a um, reel that she did where it was like, hey, guys, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but you're amazing. It was like this full like positive speech and then it like snaps to her like looking down at her phone. She's like pretending to watch it back and she's like, oh, that's fucking awful and then yeah. she's like hey guys like she does it from like a different <laughs> angle and then she like looks at it again she's like oh I look yep. so disgusting and then she's yep. like hey guys and I oh was my like, god I was like that yeah. is so a thing like yeah, it where is. it's like yeah yeah but I was like that exactly yeah. what you said like yeah. you need to to believe it if you're sharing see it I actually get in the energy prior so before yeah. <laughs> I even show up like if I'm having an ugly potato cry like I said or am I having a down day I will not pose and I will actually simmer eat chocolate like you know love myself in you know a hot bath and mm. And actually enjoy that feminine side of me where I'm like, cool, yep. I'm moody, great, Jason, stay away. And then the <laughs> next day, that's when my energy really picks up because I allowed myself to feel that pain. Yeah. And I think that whenever I'm going to post content, I'm already in that energy. I'm not, I don't even care. Like I, I think I posted an ugly potato photo today and I keep saying ugly potato because it's just a thing that I say in my industry. I made oh a joke God. of this one time in my car and it just, a lot of my audience have they catch on to things that I said. Like I was meant to say, one time I was meant to say, um, if you have a bigger bus and I said busy, I think it, I think the text changed to busy peaks and I didn't even know it until someone was like, you know, you're writing like the auto text. And so now my bigger bus is busy peaks in my community. Oh my God, that's and there's so a little funny. bit of a slang thing happening in yeah. the way I say, but you know what? I don't feel to that yeah. because I think that's who I am and people so love funny. that. And I think if you script it after script it after script it, one, how tired and boring is that? And I believe that people feel that energy For sure. fully. For feel sure. that energy. I agree. And I think that that is probably one of the biggest things that shifted in the last couple of years that's become very, very apparent is people can feel your energy no matter whether it's a written post, a reel, a story, mm -hmm. whatever it is, people can feel the energy behind it. Even if they're not aware of it consciously, people can feel it. And I think that previously what even we saw worked was like, that idea of consistency it was like just chuck a quote up chuck a filler post and it's like no people like can feel that now mm -hmm. and that is not going to be the way that we move forward mm -hmm. everybody I think is really in tune with your energy and I think that authenticity and connection and real relationships mm -hmm. is the way to be successful and yeah. I think that's something that you have really mastered hey, and you don't have to be as vibrant loud and bright like my partner he 
my God, he has an amazing business with elite clients and he is the most relaxed, chilled, professional, easygoing guy. He barely, he's also a projector, like I said, and he barely posts and he just gets these amazing, amazing clients and he's got so many clients and I just think, yeah, but that is the energy. That's that's what reflects through his website. That mm. reflects through his messaging. It's very professional. It's very premium product-wise. Yeah. And mine is very opposite. It's very affordable, fun, fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you can do this, girl. And, like, he's just very, like, in suits and dressed. And, like, that's what I mean. It's, like, as long as you're being yourself and you're representing your own energy first, you'll always, always be successful. Totally. So don't ever feel like you need to be a vibrant a vibrant person or a really calm, relaxed person. Like if you're a yoga teacher <laughs> like, and you've got a lot of energy, show that energy. Don't yeah. fall into the trap that you need to be this person that zens yes. out. Like hell no, I'm someone who would probably be your client because I have a lot of energy <laughs> and I know I need to chill out. But if you had high vibes, I'd be like, she gets my energy yeah so thinking about that's important totally and I think that that is such a thing I think when we do navigate into different industries and spaces there's a you know a a conceptualization of what we think we should behave and look and act like and that sometimes is you know not natural and I even you know I did, did a post you know a little while ago and I was talking about how like even think about like the song choices that you want to use and are they authentic or are they just what you think everyone in your industry should use mm-hmm. and you know for a while there I think I kind of dipped into this like you know using different music and then I was like hang on a minute I actually like you know and then I went through this like little phase where I'm like I'm gonna do all this like my like oh four oh five oh six clubbing tracks I'm like they're gonna be like the anthems to my (laughs) card release and stuff because I was like it just feels like so much fun for me and that is obviously in no way shape or form representative of my industry at all but I'm like yeah it doesn't matter that's me exactly I actually just saw um, one of my mentors she did a a, an insta story she's you know launching an offering and she just said there's no sales page I am the sales page I'm like oh I love that (laughs) and it's so oh my god I love that and that's so funny because um back when I used to do one-on-one coaching the first I'd have a little question that said um, have you ever had a styling session before? And the messages I would get and women would say to me, the reason I booked you is because you're not like the other stylists. When you look up other stylists, one, their packages are high, which I, I respect and I actually understand why they are high prices, but they were intimidating. Mm. And a lot of my clients would say that they weren't friendly. They dressed you in really high-end products. They took you into the high-end stores, the quality. And I get that. I really get that in a styling mindset. That's how they teach you. But I want to be different. I want to target those that love Kmart. Even if you have the money, but you want a Kmart bargain deal, cool, let's do it. But also let's be best friends and have coffee at the same time. And I think that's the biggest thing is – just seeing what makes you different in a field of the same and Mm. and being okay to step outside of that and just showing up as something a little bit different, like you said, with your songs, because people will look at that and go, you're just like me. Yeah. And you still offer what I need. And people are scared to buy. And that's why I have my clients in my community because I just, I'm just me. I'm just me. And I Mm. post for that. And yes, I have the skills and I can talk in you know, color theory terms and quite high end like knowledge when it comes to styling. But I I don't because people need something that's super simple, Mm. easy to do, get some result and have have fun along the way. And I think that that's lessen my anxiety a bit as well because then I'm not being anyone but myself. Yeah. I think simplicity is such a big key at the moment. That's something that I'm constantly thinking about is how can I even simplify this even more, even more, even more, because I think that you know, that's something that we're all kind of craving at the moment is just simplicity, ease, 
connection, authenticity, individuality, like they're all the things that I think everyone's just looking for that aspect of freshness. Well, at like the your moment. friend said, like you're the sales page. Yeah. <laughs> and that's literally it. Like people buy for people. Yes. They don't buy because it's like I could sell you this water bottle and be like, this water bottle has boss lady on it and it's pink <laughs> with a sparkling lid and do you want it? Or I could be like Yeah. <laughs> I feel amazing. Yeah. And you'll be like, what are you drinking? I'll be like, does it come in black? No. (laughs) Find out what I'm drinking. (laughs) Does it come in black? Yeah. But that's the thing. It's it's like people buy you. People buy what you're selling and what you're doing. And it's actually not the product. And I think that's really important as well is just having fun with your product and showing it in that way. Yeah. And like I have, I, one of my favorite questions to ask when I go into spaces is like, why are you here? And everybody is there for that person or the energy they felt and not all the other tricks out of the bag. Like everyone's there for that person. And that's what I love about asking that question, because I think it just allows you to realize that as a consumer, as, as a service provider, you know, you're buying for that person and and you're also equally that person for somebody else. And we can't be that person or invest in those people if we're not being ourselves. And I think that's the biggest gift that we can and the biggest key to success is just yeah. literally being yourself in a world that tells you not to. Yes. <laughs> it's like the ultimate act of rebellion. Yes, I love that. And not using scary sale techniques to draw people in because – really what you're saying is that you're scared and you're lacking in Mm. what you're selling. So Mm. by having like, you can only sign up today and only today, or I will come to your house and murder you. Um, (laughs) That's horrible. Like, why can't we just be like, hey, (laughs) I'm free whenever you (laughs) want to come and sign up, reach out. I think that's a more of a friendlier approach. And I certainly would feel more inclined to, because if I signed up over a product that I felt any sense of fear or lack or, you know, urgency, I'm probably going to have the same when I leave. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I've experienced that as a consumer 100% and that's, you know, something that I really aim not to have in my spaces. And exactly like what you said when people even message me and they're like, I'd love to have a reading with you. I'm like, yep, whenever it works for you or, you know, like, you know, I'm going to book one in the future. I'm like, perfect. Can't wait for that day. Like, it's just very, like, everything's very, like, relaxed in my world. It's like, when it works, it's meant to happen. You'll know. Like, I'm always very encouraging of people to make decisions, particularly according to their human design, if they know. I'm always encouraging the process. Like I've got a few people that reached out and they said, you know, I really think I want to be a part of retraining. I'm like, ride your wave. Like, cause I know they're emotional oh, authorities. I'm like, ride your wave. You'll know. But it's like, you'll know. Yeah. It's not up to me to convince you or tell you what to know. Like you will know. And I'm just empowering you to know that for yourself. <laughs> so what is Sorry. last little... <laughs> Also, no, I love that. Checking me up. So, also, I love that you were like, "You're going to edit this, right?" No. Um, I knew so, this was going to happen. So as now well. you're now you're just like, "Oh God, she's not even going to edit this out." Um, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's raw. Yeah. Um, so, last question: What is the biggest thing that you have learned, either this year or through understanding your human design? Mm, there's so many big things. Um, <laughs> Just backing yourself and trusting yourself and people will leave when you when you raise that vibration and you fully step into the magical, power, powerful unicorn that you are and that's okay. Mm. Um, 
clients will leave, customers will leave. Um, you you might, I don't know, lose an Instagram account. I know that might leave, but um, <laughs> just trust me. <laughs> You'll get it back, trust me. No. <laughs> but trusting and backing yourself 100% and stepping into that energy and that power and being like, you know what, we have one life, it's not a dress rehearsal, so I'm going to make damn sure that I wear my best shoes because yeah. that's honestly in, I think, with human design, learning how to work with my energy type has really, really helped me and play with that energy and have mm. a lot of fun. And again, it just comes back to trust. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think that the permission slips that we need from human design are also individual. Like I yeah. was talking to someone yesterday and I was saying that it's given me permission to speed up, but it'd give them permission to slow down. Yeah. So it's like there is no one size fits all for everybody. And I think that, you, like you said, it's ultimately – human design is just a portal to the ultimate self-trust yeah. and mm-hmm. just backing yourself a hundred percent. So I love that that's been your biggest takeaway too. <laughs> hey, thanks. thanks for helping me as well. Guide me along the journey and continuing continuously guiding me as well. Anytime. I think it's really important that we have those friendships and networks of different yeah. energy types. Beautiful. I love that also you just had that choking incident right before we wrap up. It's like it didn't <laughs> It's the story of my life. Like I'm just used to showing up raw and authentic as who I am. It's just who I am. And I just think same. But I love that that was the conversation prior. And then it's like, just really serious at the end. Like, let's get emotional. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on, my love. And I really appreciate you and your energy and your perspective and your wisdom. And also just the authenticity that you really bring to your space. And the, the real support and cheerlead energy, like I always, I sometimes I'm like, I need to save these voice notes somewhere because some of the things <laughs> that you shared with me and like the way that you just see people and see what they need to hear about themselves to have that little moment of like, yeah, she's right, you know. <laughs> and what's so funny is like for months you've been like, when's your podcast coming back? When's your podcast coming back? And, I, and she was like, oh, you need to have a podcast. I'm like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then now – as a guest speaker thank you thank you so much that's so kind yeah thank you for all that you do as well I love your work and I just love this I think it's going to be a great podcast thank you my love bye (laughs) (laughs) you can you can end you're you're the outro as well as the intro Feel free to leave us a review and no, screenshot this. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. This is why she doesn't get anyone that DMs her. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but please do screenshot this and send her a DM. Say that you loved it. Oh, my God. Yes, you can do that. Please come into my DMs. I appreciate it. I will respond to everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Have a good one. Bye.